Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. E.O. Capitano recounts the epic journey of two young men from Senegal who make their way across Africa and through a myriad of dangers in pursuit of a dream called Europe, capturing the contemporary immigrant experience from the perspective of those making the crossing through Africa and into Europe. Io Capitino is equal parts action-adventure, road movie, and a coming-of-age drama. It is an epic story told on a very relatable human level and a masterclass in the use of non-professional actors and drawing out of them these remarkable performances. We're joined today by the co-writer as well as director of the film, and that would be Matteo Garoni. Matteo, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Where did the idea for this film come from? What inspired you to do this? The idea comes from the desire to, to give finally visual form to a part of the journey that we we usually don't see i mean we we are used to see in italy we are happy to see on the news you know only the last part you know the boat arriving in sicily to account of the people alive people dead and with the time with the years you get used to listen numbers you know and like you 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 forget that behind these numbers there are human beings so we, we, we try to humanize this number. We try to, to put the camera on the other side, you know, to yeah. make a reverse shot. I mean, we wanted to finally to, to give voice to people that usually don't have voice. So to tell this story from the point of view of the, of the hero, because they are contemporary hero. They make an epic, an epic journey. And so for make this movie was fundamental to do it with them. So I, I decided to, to work since the very beginning with them, with the real migrant, listening their story, trying to put myself to, to be an intermediator, to put myself at the service of their story. I, I, of course, there is my vision, my experience, but we made the movie together. They were a sort of co-director in a way, because on the movie also, there are all the extra are real migrants. So they helped me to recreate this journey in an authentic way. There's a, a kind of iconography that you create along the way regarding uh, Sedu and, and his metamorphosis into a man. He becomes, to me, kind of the boy king of this story that he is the leader of men. By the time we get to the end of this journey, we watch this kind of evolving of his character, but also you always see his character, the character of the person that he is from the very beginning. Absolutely agree. He remained human till the end. You know, he, he remained innocent and pure till the end. There is, a, in the movie, of course, it's a journey uh, full of violence because they are victim of a system uh, of uh, full of violence. But at the same time, there are moments where there is a uh, a strong uh, human solidarity. That's, I think, give hope. There are also moments of, of light in the movie. Seydoux is, is a captain that fight for life 
against a system of debt. Uh, and so I think was uh, was fundamental have uh, an actor like Sedou that was so pure, so naive, so innocent. So the audience immediately create an empathy with him and live an experience. The journey through the eyes of Seydoux. We tried to, to make the camera invisible. And, and so we, we wanted to, to follow this, uh, this journey and to show how they are victim of, of a system in injustice. So we talk also about human rights. We talk about guys that have a dreams, the dreams of look for a better life, the dreams of help became maybe famous. Everything that when you are a kid, you have this desire to discover the world are things that everyone can relate it. It's the coming of age. So he starts as a boy and as you said, and he became a man. And he passed through an experience that for them was unexpected because they, they lived the Senegal thinking that everything can be easy. When you are young, you think that you are invisible. And then they enter in a system where you can go back, where they start to face people dying and they have to pass through moments where you see that uh, the dignity of the human being is, is violated. I don't know in English how you should say. Yeah, the, the lowest level of dignity that you exactly. could have as a human being is visited upon them in many different places throughout this film. I want to talk about this young actor, Sidhu Sar, who you found. Uh, he has such an innate energy to him, this, this light radiates from him. What was your impression of him after your initial meeting with him? Did you, at that point, feel like he was the kind of personality that could carry this film? He, he, he was very shy when I met him. His, his dream was uh, to be a soccer player. Mother and the sister were actresses in a small town close to Dakar called Thiès. And they forced him to go to the casting because he wanted to, to play soccer. He didn't want to go to the casting. So fortunately, they, they forced him to do it. And like the character, at the beginning, he was very shy. So it, it was like he was afraid of making this, uh, this journey. So he, he, like the character, he, he, he changed during the journey. And, and for them, for him and for Mustafa, was very important to meet uh, during the shooting the real people that made, the, the real migrants that made this journey. So they, they learn a lot about what does it mean make this uh, adventure, this odyssey. And then they start to also to be proud about the responsibility of uh, play in a character like this, to show to the world and to their brothers in Africa, what does it mean make this journey? So they grow during day by day. And also they didn't, didn't know what was going to happen to their character because I never gave to them the script. So they didn't know if they were going to succeed or not to arrive in Europe. Their dreams was to, to discover the world, like the character that we wrote, you know? And we wrote the script based on true story that other migrants told us. So they, they wanted to discover the world. Mustafa wanted to arrive in the States. Seydoux wanted to arrive in Europe. But they didn't know if they were going to succeed or not. So we shoot in chronologic way. 
So one day after the other. So they really made the journey of the character. So they there was a moment in the, in the movie where they were, were very pessimistic about the fact that they could succeed and arrive in Italy. But then they... I don't want to say anything yes, to the audience. Well, it does, it does give a lot of uh, reinforcement to the last shot that we see in the film. I'll yes. just leave it there. There's, there is what you're describing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fascinating that you did this in a chronological way. And I, because it's even more amazing for me to, to think back on, on these performances, on their, on their characters as they evolve. What did you see in him when you, when you, when he, came to you what 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 you sort of describe that innocence that sort of reluctance to even uh, what, what else I, did you see in him that that you wanted to invest? In, in my mind when we were writing the script with with the the migrants in italy i wanted for sure that this character would be uh, innocent pure so i, I cast also other actor in europe from senegal professional but they were already different the way of look it was different you know grow up in europe or in our country uh, in occident is completely different it was uh, very naive say do and that's i think was uh, an element fundamental in yeah. this story for me it's a sort of in a way it it's reminded me pinocchio in my last movie yeah. he's is very you know naive and discover the violence of the world when it's too late, when he can come back, you know? And he remain, as I said before, he remain human till the end. That's, I think, it's a very important lesson that he gave, they gave to us, you know? And so, first of all, I would say this, that was uh, what I loved since from the, the first moment. And working with him, I also loved the fact that this was uh, always very simple on the acting and never narcissistic. He could have many possibilities to show how good he was on acting, but he was always uh, very simple, always um, without uh, overacting, you know, always simple, always uh, feeling, really feeling inside what was happening, and sometimes suffering the scene, suffering, because he, he, he was not with an academic background, so he lived really the moment and sometimes there were moments very tragic where he really suffered there is the moment when when he tried to save the life of the of the of the woman in the desert and then he start to cry uh, because he, he can't save her and in in that scene i was shocked by the intensity and then in the evening he told me that happened to him a year before when his father died on his arms so in that moment he start to to see not the, the actress but he start to see the father that's why he start to cry in that way so it was obviously something that was happening inside of him and we make only one take because it was impossible to do another take to, to let let you understand the approach that they have and it's an approach very generous very human very intense and very emotional yeah. with the heart, you know? And you can feel in, I think, the real power of the movie is the interpretation of, of him, of the other actor. You see the movie through the, through his eyes. So he gives to you all the emotion that you, from moment happy, from moment dramatic, 
you live this emotion through his eyes. And, and that's cinema. Cinema is this. Cinema is an uh, actor that help you to bring you in another dimension and uh, to give you emotion and to surprise you. Um, I just want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Matteo Carioni. He is the director of this incredible film called Io Capitano. It has been um, Oscar nominated for Best International Feature and so many other films, Gamora, Dogman, and many, many others. You mentioned Pinocchio. And in the moments when where he was in the midst of encouraging, either it's with, with his Musa or with or whoever it is, that's where you see the simplicity of his acting for me. Watching him in those very emotionally charged moments when he's on the boat, when he's trying to save people's lives, when that when that kind of calamity, that chaos breaks out on the boat. You see it in his in his the way he looks, the way he his body language, everything about that says what you're speaks to what you're talking about in terms of the genuine nature of his of his performance. It's really something to behold. And um I I want to take a side step here just to, for a second and say one of the things about the film, you mentioned reverse shot in terms of the of this story, of the the telling of this story. I think most people in the West, certainly in America, but in, I don't know about Europe so much, don't have a sense of just how many countries in the in especially in Africa are failed states, and that you see this is kind of the background for this story is how many how much of a lack of governance or a lack of opportunity for people that would embark on such a journey, such a dangerous journey. And I think this story, this film, gets that across. It makes that point. We're living in a world where many countries are broken and it, with complete inability to be able to be governing their their country. And I think for me, watching it kind of really highlights that as as something that, that is a big part of the story. But I think I think it's a it's it's a global global problem. Also here in the states, you have uh, Mexican, you know, and yeah. uh, so it's a it's a global problem. But in the movie, we also show that uh, it's a type of of uh, migration that is not uh, them, the main character, are not escaping from a war. You know, we are used to think that when they arrive with the boat, they are all escaping from war. You know, they are forced to leave the country because they are escaping from war. Of course, there are migrants that are escaping from war or from from a, a very poverty where they don't have food. But we have also a lot of young and the 70% of the population in Africa are young, uh, that they have access to the social media. They have phone, they have, uh, they have TikTok, they have Instagram, they, they chat, they yeah. chat with, with us, you know, with the, yeah. in, in the States or people in, uh, in Europe. Virtually, they start to live here because we send image to them. We, we send dreams, you know, because we send promise to them. So, it's normal, it's understandable that when you are young and you see all these images that arrive, that you start to dream about discover the world, to look for a better life. In the States, everybody came for this reason. So you, you, you want to move, you know, that is a, it's a human right to move. But for us, it's easy because we can take the plane and yeah. go there to holiday, for instance. If they want to come here, they have to to put in, in danger their life. In the last 10 years, 30,000 people have died making this journey. Drowned in, in the Mediterranean, drowned and otherwise. Huh? We don't know, and we don't know how many are died and they are not um, 
found it. So yeah. 30,000 is the people that they found. And so that is uh, one of the biggest drama of our time. And it's a dark page of uh, contemporary history. That, that's not, not only about Africa, it's global. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's a problem that's so complex, but when we made the movie, we gave to the audience the possibility to live this experience. We didn't want to give an answer to a problem so complex, but show that exists also young, and there are many that are like infected by the image that we send to them. And they have young, and they have these, these dreams, they, they, to follow their dreams. They feel that they have the, the rights to move. So they go against a system in injustice. So for me, they are contemporary hero, because uh, you know why? Why? Why we can't we can't go and discover the world like the other? Why? So that's the story. And I hope I always uh, when I make interview, I always say that for me, it's fundamental. It's very very important to screen this movie like it happened in Italy and it happened in France to screen the movie for the students in the school in the morning because they can see this drama from a different perspective. It's a movie very accessible to them. I know because I met thousands of students. At the beginning, they go thinking it will be something boring. Then they see that it's an adventure. It's the journey of the hero. And the character are kids like them. Same dreams, same desire. So they immediately understand that behind this number, there are human beings like them. Switching gears again, and that is, this had to have been logistically a quite a challenge to make this film, the logistics of it. I want to recognize Paolo Canera for his work because you shoot wide vistas, you get the big, the big sweeping epic shots, and you get the crowded boat scenes, you get them in prison, all the different places. This this is, I'm just watching the movie, thinking of the logistics of doing all of these different, very cinematically different things along the way. My goodness, it must have been one hell of a challenge for this for this film. Yeah, as you said, the landscape was a, was a character in the story. Yeah. It's a road movie, and there are moments where you feel so alone in this incredible landscape. That's why I say that they are the carrier of contemporary epic today, because they really make an epic journey. Yeah. And so in, in the sea, in the desert, a moment where the, the, the landscape is never ending, you know? So yeah. that's very important. Yeah. You, you feel more alone, you know, alone yeah. in, this, uh, in this journey. Paolo was, uh, was very good. We, we all work in uh, trying to be invisible, trying to be invisible. So also Paolo, put the light, but always trying to be invisible. We wanted to give to the audience the possibility to, to live the experience without thinking about the camera, to forget about the camera, to forget about us. It, it has to be a journey through the eyes of Sedu. Given what you just said about Stu and what we've been talking about in terms of his character and how closely it hews to his perspective, what about the making of Io Capitano has affected you either as a filmmaker or just as a human being? The privilege to spend months with the real migrants, to yeah. know them much better, and to see that behind the number there are human beings, and there are human beings full of joy, full of humanity, victim of a system. And so and they never complain. 
I mean, they pass through torture in Libya. They pass desert through desert moment, incredible moment uh, where they were in on the Mediterranean, the sea, and they never complained. You know, they w- were always so proud to to have the possibility to show with me together to the world and for help the, the other brothers uh, when they will see the movie in Africa because the movie now is screened in 20 countries in Africa. So that is very important. So they were very proud to finally to have voice because they usually don't have voice. So to have voice and to show to the world what does it mean. And that's it means not only the African, all the migrants in the world, all the, all the victims of the system. We are, um, are very proud that now we are also in the in the nomination of the Oscar. So we, with the movie, have have a, a, a great opportunity. Then the 23 of February will be released in the states. The movie finding always more and more uh, audience, and we hope that will help. And we know that will help to see this drama from a different perspective and to be more sensitive. I know that every audience that see this movie go away from this movie is changed inside. It's a magnificent work. And uh, again, as you mentioned, it's opening here in Los Angeles on the 23rd, all around the country, actually, um, as well. And uh, Oscar nominated for Best International Feature Film. And it's been a real honor to me, truly, to be able to talk to you, Matteo Garoni, for you this wonderful work, Io Capitano. Congratulations on all of it. And uh, really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Thanks to, thanks to you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Thank you.